Hello, and welcome to Enterprise Endpoint Experts, or E-Cubed. I'm your host, Amy Casto, and I have a very shiny guest with me today. Niall Brady. Welcome, Niall. Very glad to have you. Very glad to be here. This is my first ever podcast. That's awesome. I'm so glad you could join us. So, Niall, in speaking with you, I am here in Sweden, but it's interesting because you don't sound very Swedish. Where are you from? Yeah, I'm not Swedish. I'm an Irish guy. So I was born in Dublin, Ireland, 1966, and found my way over to Sweden in 1998. All right. So how did you end up over here? What made you want to come all the way over here? Came over here to meet my now Sambo, my partner, uh, Annalie. That's pretty much it. (laughs) Very romantic. That's great. So Niall, what do you do for work? I work at a, a company called Tetra Pak. They're a global company. They create packaging for food products. And I'm working there as a lead IT analyst, mostly doing OSD, but dabbling in other things like Intune and uh, even HoloLens. Very, very exciting. So imagine that I'm not an IT. How would you explain your job? My job is making computers work out of the box for you. That's an awesome description. Thanks so much. All right, Niall, we've come to the point in our podcast where we're going to play a game, a very (laughs) exciting game of Would You Rather. Traditionally, Would You Rather is very extreme questions, but I'm going to keep it appropriate and relatable. So these are IT questions. Um, So I'm just going to ask you a series of a bit extreme things related to IT, and you have to pick um, one or the other. So here we go. Would you rather use a search engine that gave wrong answers or one that gave the right answers but guaranteed malware? (laughs) That is such a crazy question. But uh, I actually, I don't know what I'd answer on that one because I certainly don't want malware. But I I guess I'd lean towards the malware one. Would you rather (laughs) have a Windows phone or, or a Surface server? I've had a Windows phone for three months. I I tested it out. It was a very interesting experience. The phone had a life of its own, shall we say. Surface Server, if there is such a thing coming, that sounds quite exciting, but I honestly can't imagine a Surface Server ever existing. All right. Would you rather have a working but unsupported configuration or a supported but perpetually broken one? Where I work, we're constantly doing unsupported things have been doing it for years because it gets the job done. So yeah, unsupported. We try, we try to stay supported, but we do unsupported things. Awesome. Okay. So would you rather, who would you rather have yelling at you for something that you did stupid? Uh, somebody from the product team or somebody from work? Somebody from the product team. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather replace Config Manager with Intune or have no fix for an ADK issue ever again? Wow. <laughs> what a question. <laughs> Let's go for the no fix for ADK ever again. Good answer. Would you rather deploy XP forever or Vista forever? I'd go with Vista on that uh, instance. Would you rather deploy a reference image on a physical machine but automated or on a VM but manual? First one. All right. Would you rather deploy Config Manager on physical hardware or have remote SQL? I don't like the idea of remote SQL. I always like to have SQL on box, so that's my choice. First one. Very good. Okay, so Niall, when I originally heard about who you were, I found out about you through your website, Windows Noob. 
Can you tell me a little bit about your site? How did you come up with a name, maybe? Funnily enough, I didn't come up with windowsnoob.com as the first choice of a website. I actually started out dabbling with Linux. So linuxnoob.com is a sister site. It's up and running. It's been there before windowsnoob.com, and it's still there. Uh, It's pretty quiet right now because I'm focusing all my energy on windowsnoob.com, but I started off with linuxnoob.com, and naturally there were questions coming in about Windows things. So I thought, hmm, maybe I should create a Windows noob site also. So I did. That's awesome. I had no idea. So how long has the Windows noob site been around? The date, I think it could be 2008. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe 2006. But it's been around for a while now. And it has over 23,000 members, I believe. That is a lot of people. That's awesome. So what came first, the blog post or the forum? The forum came first, and I was uh, the first member, and of course, and I started writing very simplistic guides on what looked like a WordPress site, but it was just HTML. And I started writing about stuff like how to secure XP and little things like that. And then I, I, I found out about this Envision Power Board software forum software, uh, which looks really exciting to me. So I invested in that and um, I've stayed with that ever since. It's really nice forum software. So started off with HTML and ended up with uh, Envision Power Board, which powers Windows Noob. Very awesome. So you've also written a book. Um, What is your book about? The book is about OSD guides for System Center Configuration Manager 2012 R2. It basically covers deploying systems uh, with uh, Windows 8.1, because that was what was shiny back then when the book was written, with System Center Configuration Manager 2012 R2, which was also what was shiny at that time. But as we know, in the Windows and uh, SCCM world, everything is changing so fast. So right now it's, yeah, Windows 10 version 1703 and SCCM 1702. That's awesome. So I know that you give a lot of guidance on your blog about doing OS deployment. So what made you want to take that that sort of format of helping people and turn it into a book? Well, I had the idea of uh, turning my guides into books for some years, but uh, not being a publisher and not really knowing how to deal with it, I never did anything about it. But uh, luckily enough, you're a good man, Johan. Uh, got in touch with me and uh, asked me the very question, hey, do you want to write a book? So I was like, yeah, cool. Well, actually, before I said, yeah, cool, I was sort of, whoa, what's this going to involve? Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot that goes into a book. I've definitely spent some time editing a few for for Johan's publishing company. So I can only imagine what that feels like as an author um, to come up with the content. Um, So how long did it take you to write? I think from beginning to end, where Johan uh, said uh, it's done, uh, I think it was nine months approximately. And pretty much that meant I was spending two or more hours every evening, apart from two weeks where I just did not do anything on the book. So it did involve a lot of work, for sure. Because Johan, being as clever and smart as he is and shiny, uh, he really does want the quality to be top-notch. So uh, yeah, he, he worked me hard. Do you think that there will be another volume of the book? 
maybe. <laughs> That's a very nice neutral answer. All right. So some other fun things about you that I know is that you are an MVP and you also like to work on cars and around your home. Um, so how do you find time to keep up with your site, uh, the MVP requirements, and still have time for the things that you love to do? The MVP stuff takes a lot of my time for sure. However, I approach it in a different way to others. I mean, if you look at Johan as an example, he's always traveling around and speaking at conferences and blogging, whereas I tend to focus more on the blogging side of things uh, and also providing feedback to the product group directly. I must be their biggest pain in the butt because I'm constantly pointing out where I think things should be improved. Uh, where do I find the time? I guess it's, 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 what, it's what I aspire to do. I, if I go two weeks without writing a blog post, I feel there's something wrong with me. So I just, I have to do it. I have to do it. it it's a feeling that's always in the back of my head. Uh, I need to be doing something. I enjoy it. That's awesome. We definitely appreciate having you in the community. The things that you, uh, you provide through your site and, and the books is definitely very awesome. Um, do you have any advice for anybody who aspires to become an MVP? Yes, I do. If you go to nilebrady.com and search for a blog post, I think it's called How Do I Become an MVP? It's something like that. You search and you'll find it. Uh, I've written detailed advice about how I think you will become one. However, it's not just about, you know, uh, this instant win of becoming an MVP. You must have a desire. You must really want to do this because it's a lot of work to become an MVP. And then secondly, it's a lot of work to stay an MVP. You have to provide a lot of good content in one shape or another in order to, to re retain that uh, title. And for how long have you been an MVP? Seven years and counting. We'll see on July the 1st. And would you have done anything different on your journey? Um, I don't think so. I, I think my journey was uh, quite interesting. I wish from the beginning that I had understood more about the whole communication back to Microsoft in terms of the product group. But once I discovered how to do that in an effective way via connect.microsoft.com and also the uh, aliases that we have uh, emailing back and forth, um, I, I uh, got very busy in, in that area. That's awesome. That's really good advice. Um, so where do you see Config Manager in five years from now? I see it as being Config Manager, what are we now, 2017? So add five years, 2022, SCCM 2020. 22 CB. I think that will continue. The SCCM as a service, uh, it's, it's absolutely, it's not going to stop. Uh, David James, the jammer, is going to continue producing this awesome content as, as they do. It's not going to stop. I don't think it's going to die anytime soon. There's so much in SCCM, it just cannot stop. No way. I, I, I know there's lots of people saying, yeah, it's going to die sooner or later, but it's not going to be sooner. Later. Maybe. Maybe. We'll, we'll pass it on to the, the upcoming generations and give them the responsibility to keep it alive forever. Um, so how do you see organizations dealing with Config Manager as a service? I think they're adapting to it very well. They see that uh, updating from one version to the next is easy, seamless, and it just works pretty much. When it doesn't work, the support from Microsoft is uh, fantastic in terms of getting it back on track. For example, with SQL, 
That's awesome. And then how do you see organizations dealing with Windows as a service? That too is, I would say that's not as seamless or as shiny. And the reason I say that, if you think about the recent problems with dual scan, Windows 10 and dual scan, where a lot of uh, Windows 10, 1607, and even 1511 devices were pulling down updates from Microsoft rather than from the SCCM SUP server. Uh, and of course, that caused a lot of problems in many organizations with people scratching their heads going, hey, am I managing this with SCCM or, or, or not? And in the end, it turned out that Microsoft put their hands up and said, yep, we did some bad doo-doos and uh, they published some blog posts about how to fix it. So, yeah, I, I think there's a struggle there. Also, there's a struggle with getting people who are running Windows 10 already in work to upgrade to the newer version. Because as far as they're concerned, they don't see what's so great about the next version of Windows 10. It's just Windows 10 to them. To them, they're used to changing OS maybe every three or four years, but changing once a year now, that's a bit of a struggle. So how do we do that in an effective way? How do we encourage users to upgrade quickly? And one of the ways that we can do that is in a blog post that I wrote, which is entitled something like, how can I forcefully upgrade Windows 10 to the latest and greatest version on windowsnoob.com? Well, thank you, Niall. That's all we have for this time. I appreciate your time. Thanks for inviting us over. Thank you for having me. Really nice to have you guys here. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.